Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons, in the special Zoom edition of the COVID Built to Grow podcast. I am your host and joined as always, by my co-host, Randy, the beast of betterment, Angston. You can see him on the screen. Special guest today, coming in all the way from New Jersey, our friend, Martin Rooney. How are you today, sir? I am doing great. Uh, you know, we said before we got on here, this is the this might be the beard episode right here. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, to clarify, I'm from New Jersey, but right now I'm coming to everybody from uh, right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's where I am right now. Oh, good. Co- hey, sorry about that. I did not know <laughs> that. I always thought you just lived in New Jersey. So give a little background on, on Martin. He has a new book, Coach to Coach. We're going to be talking about that. I want to tell a little backstory on Martin. Um, I've been to... I don't know how many perform better seminars. And I will tell you, if you haven't seen this man speak, he is the best presenter I've ever seen at a perform better seminar. And that and that's says a lot. There's some big, awesome coaches that that speak at those events, but every single time I bring the team to those events, we come out fired up, ready to run through walls, man. I'm happy to have you on the show finally. No, hey, my pleasure. And you know, we were talking about this, and for everybody listening. Tim is so great. We've known each other for a while. And he was like, man, you got to get out to Arizona. What do we got to do about Arizona? And then this all happened. And think about it. We were talking about all of that right before this went down. Yes. And, and uh, for us to have the ability to do this now, I think this is really cool. And, and hey, I want to reach out to everybody that's listening right now. And today, we're going to try to give you stuff of value. Obviously, you heard from Tim that one part of my style in speaking is to motivate. I want to do that for you too. But at the same time, I don't want it to be empty. I'm going to try to push you today as your coach to, to give you some action items on how we're going to get through. And maybe that's the biggest thing to say right now is we are going to get through this. This is going to be over mm-hmm. and you are going to have a choice who you are when you emerge from this. And, uh, and I hope that we give you some great insights on that, you know, from not only personally, but for uh, the fitness industry as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So Randy, you are on the show as well. So I would tell you, I just got the book last week. I started to skim through it. I'm very impressed with these plugs on the back, man. Um, You've got Dan Gable, Lou Holtz, and then probably the best one here on the bottom. You just pointed out to me, Rudy from the (laughs) blockbuster film, Rudy. You had Rudy do you a little testimonial on the back. Well, and and when you look, hey, for everybody that sees it, I got my copy too. And what I always like to talk about, it's funny that Tim and I were just, we were talking about this book, remember? And it wasn't even that the book was real yet. And now we're both on two different coasts holding it in our hands. And I want everybody to understand, like, what does it really represent there? Yeah, the names on the back are cool. Hey, the information inside will help you. But it's a manifestation, meaning yes, I like saw it. I, I, I had talked about it, but then I did the work and it was real. And guys, so I want everybody to understand that's what the symbol is to me that well, what do you want to that's a great idea you have or a way that you can help people that you can manifest it into something that becomes real. And then all you got to do is the work. And, uh, but that name on there that he mentioned, that's not the actor. So not Sean Astin. We're talking about the real Rudy. And, uh, 
And what I can't, you know, what I think is so cool is that he said, this will be, this is your guidebook, how to get somebody to write the story of their dreams. So, uh, awesome. man, yeah. And there's a lot of other big names in there and stuff too. But, but ultimately, I'm challenging everybody right now. What is the thing that you're going to manifest? Because I know everybody's been saying to themselves, oh, there's this thing I want to do or business I want to start or I want to get myself fit or the way I want to look in the mirror. It's proof again, guys, you can make it happen. You just have to do the work. Absolutely. Now, I want to I hit on coaching for a second here because mm-hmm. you, you personally are, I can't think of anybody else that's really hitting the coach how to be a coach coach. I mean, we talk about movements and, and how to the workouts, the programming, but the coaching is really where you, you shine. And that's really, what I feel like is your passion here. Uh, and I think that's a big missing piece. And I think you're feeling it really good here. Um, you've always talked about it in our seminars. We've, you know, the book's all about it. Hit on that a little bit, because I think yeah. this is, this is the one missing thing that I'm seeing that, that you're really doing a great job at. Well, hey, I appreciate that. And and yes, I've been talking about coaching, say, for the last decade in particular. But how did it all come? What's the genesis? I, w- I, was, I want to believe like everybody else. Um, I was an athlete growing up. I, I got lucky. I was a Division One athlete in college and track and field and then made the U.S. bobsled team. So I got to represent the United States around the world, which was really cool. And uh, I fell in love with just fitness and exercise. I have two degrees in exercise science. I have a master's degree uh, in, uh, I have a physical therapy degree. So I'm all, I was an orthopedic therapist before I ever got involved in health and fitness. And this is important too. My mom was a phys ed teacher and coach. So I, she, was, she had a big impact on me. So that was, it's always been a huge part of my life. And I wanted to be a coach, but the whole world kept saying, that you know you don't want to be a coach they don't make any money that's not a real job go be a therapist and it just was calling at me and calling at me so maybe this is something important too for everybody listening before i even go into the coaching part is uh guys don't spend your life doing something you don't love like don't don't get into a career because the rest of the world said it's good and it's not what you love because i wouldn't be talking to you right now if I wasn't living my passion instead of doing what everybody else told me. And I only know that because I did it for a whole lot of years before I had the guts to switch. And right now, under our current circumstances, you're doing more listening to yourself than ever. And man, I'm hoping that, hey, if, if where you were before this started wasn't where you want to be, I'm challenging you when this thing ends to go chase that. Because the worst thing that can happen is you go your whole life chasing money instead of, instead of, a purpose or passion because I promise you this the people that chase their passion and purpose the money will come right and at the end of the day that is you know as we're experiencing now it's important but it's not the most important thing right and uh absolutely so that being said that's when I switched over into I want to be a coach I quit my job uh Bill Parisi and I started with the Parisi Speed School in an industry that didn't exist we mm-hmm. started sports performance you know like people were telling us what kids Training, that's crazy. What? Girls lifting weights, you'll stunt their growth. But the movement happened. And uh, and then that led to training for Warriors, which is more our adult fitness program, yeah. which now we have hundreds of locations around the world. But here's what I noticed. My education in therapy, my background in sport, all the technical knowledge I had in biomechanics and physiology, it was valuable but the way that I got the results when I started to see, how was I helping those NFL combine guys uh, make, become first rounders? How was I helping Olympic gold medalists, world champion fighters? I started to see it, didn't, it wasn't about 
what I knew. Yet you have to know it. Don't yeah. don't think that you don't have to know it. But it was how I was coaching it. It was go. the connection I was making. And when I started to realize that, that's what I started to dive into that area. And it was a blue ocean, man. Like no one, yeah. like no one was talking about coaching. I, I had three degrees and I never had one day on coaching. Not like not one minute. And that was where it was all happening. And it's been this decade of discovery and making tons of mistakes and errors. And now coach to coach is like, it's my opus of all the things I learned, but put into an easy to read story that's really affecting people. So, so I guess the short version is I got into coaching and the whole world told me not to. And then when I really dove deep, it's not what I think it's what people just expect of us. Mm-hmm. instead of that we're really making it a discipline or a profession and that's what I want to push for and we're not as trainers personal trainers or fitness coaches if you want to use that term that's not something that we talk about in school like you said oh. or in books it's it's learned it's learned in on the field yeah mm-hmm. and you know and the best coaches are the ones going to make the most money i think cuz you you build these bonds with your clients maybe it's athletes maybe it's adults you can build bonds with adults. Well, I'll, t- I'll say yeah. that. I'll even say something stronger right now. Right now, like you and I, guys, we were talking about before we got on here. Right, right now, people are being exposed. You may think that we've been pushed into our homes and we're hidden away, but no, it is exposing us. It is exposing how we were and our family dynamic. It was expo- It is exposing how our businesses are and what they were built on. It's exposing our discipline and our self-control and where we're at and our diet and our training habits. Mm-hmm. But all of those are wrapped in coaching. All of those are wrapped in leadership. And if you have been exposed and like all of a sudden all your clients left, well, then you were never coaching anybody. There was no connection like there you just you talked go. about them. That's hey, if, if you're now exposed and your kids aren't listening to you or, or you guys can't still can't sit down to a family dinner, you aren't coaching in the home either. And now if, you're not, if your workouts aren't better than ever and your diet isn't more sharp than ever because you have more time, which you probably said you didn't have, now you have that, then you're not coaching yourself sharp either. And it's not anybody's fault up until now. But right now that I'm telling you, there are ways you can improve this and you are a coach right now and you can be better at this. Now it's time to start doing it. Yeah. And Randy, you said that same exact thing a couple Mm -hmm. episodes ago, right? What was it? Yeah. I said, if you, I mean, right now, if you're not doing the stuff that you claim that you want to get done all of the time, you don't lack time, you lack discipline. And you know, that's, that's what it comes down to. I mean, you know, Martin's mentioned a number of times, all of those things are byproducts of the discipline you had with yourself. And just in listening to you speak and the way that you present yourself and the way that I look at, because I mean, that's somewhat the, the, the seat I sit in with clients as well. The way that I look at coaching versus teaching or versus other methodologies of transferring information, if you may, is the communication and the delivery, right? You know, a textbook exists. You can go online. You can have MIT's curriculum. You can study the material. Nobody's going and doing that and, and becoming an engineer tomorrow. They're still paying for the schooling for somebody to teach them by coaching them and making the information relevant and, and communicating in a way that that person can absorb that information. And so I think the communication factor is such a big thing. And making that, like you said, making that connection with the individual so that it was a Jim Rohn or a Zig Ziglar or somebody said, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Damn. And at the end of the day, it's a fact, right? When you can create that emotional connection. I mean, we've talked about it a hundred times. Half of your training session with a client, and especially in a one-on-one situation, is a therapy session. 
the client's doing the work, you give them the cues, they're doing the exercise and things like that. But the communication factor is, is that of a friend, a therapist is creating an emotional connection. And Martin does that exceptionally by creating, you know, un, not even unintentionally, but without having to kind of force it, it's just a delivery of information yeah. that's natural and, and infused with value. And, uh, and that's why people follow. I, can, yep. I, I love it. Yeah. And one of the parts that I did read in this book just before was talking about getting more high fives, right? And, and, <laughs> and, and you said, hey, it doesn't have to be a high five. It could be a, a chest bump, a dab, a pat on the back. That stuff goes a long way. And you mentioned that right now with us being closed with this COVID situation, you are, the gyms are exposed. You're exposed on how well your community was put in place before this happened. If their clients are bailing out the door and like, screw you, and we're, we're canceling our memberships, that might be a sign. It is a sign. It's, there's no joke about it. I mean, that, that is your sign that maybe before this happened, we, we probably should have done a little bit better. But that doesn't mean you can't come out of this better. So, and that's what you were mentioning. Yeah. And, and what Randy was saying right there too, which, uh, you know, I know you were mentioning he has a nickname on every one of these episodes too, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you didn't give him that one yet. I don't know when you give it to him because I even have it, you know, <laughs> I got one that goes <laughs> along with it. But <laughs> so you had it for today, right, Tim? The beast of, be beast of betterment. The, the beast of betterment where I'm almost saying the beast of the better beard. And, you know, we'll get all the beasts. <laughs> But, uh, hey, but, hey, growth, it's growth or decay in all pillars. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and what I'm, what Randy was kind of saying there and Tim to just segue for everybody listening to is one of those ways that I connect and I really outline in the book too, which hopefully people can feel is enthusiasm. Like you've got to be fired up. You got to be fired up for the person, fired up for the challenge. And that leads, but that leads me to the next thing. And here's what's neat because Randy had mentioned it like teacher versus coach or leader versus coach. What I have come to discover is the word coach, it, I call it the most important job in the world because the word holds a, a value and authority and a responsibility that no other word has. So when, somebody, when you call somebody your teacher, it's almost like they're supposed to give you work and you're maybe not supposed to like them and uh, maybe, it, maybe you'll listen, maybe you won't. When you call somebody your coach, that is like whatever they say goes, they have the answers. You're giving them the reins to your life to, to show you how to get to that thing you want. And I don't know, I, I didn't even understand it as well as I could have. But by looking back at all the coaches that affected me, because, hey, I had good ones and I had a lot of bad ones. And everybody I asked, they had the same. And uh, I started to realize, man, coaches have such power in that role over people or who they lead that we got to not only understand it, but going with what Tim said, maybe you weren't doing it right, but you can, you can be a better coach. So yeah, yeah. like if you don't high five, there's ways to learn to be better at high fives. They don't teach that class in school. <laughs> I'm not always amped up like crazy, but there's a time to be enthusiastic and a skill that goes with that to connect. And all of that isn't just in the book. It's, you know, it's kind of like in life and you know who those people are, but I'm hoping that if in this hour that everybody spends with us today, like you never think about the word coach the same way again. Like that's what I'm trying to push forward because I think sometimes it gets used either incorrectly or somebody can earn that title too easily. Like, oh, we need a dad for the team. Oh, he'll help. He's the coach. The coach yeah. And it's like this guy has no, no background ever. Or, oh, this guy was really good at sports. Oh, now we'll make him the coach. No, there's way more that goes to that. And if we really understand, holy cow, I could say something that could light a spark or douse the flames inside of somebody forever, mm -hmm. which I'm trying to get across today, man, we're going to be very careful. 
for the with with what we say and and what we do. And uh, and I think the fitness industry, you know, I've been screaming it forever. In particular, we need that more than ever. It's not about we need another push up or another burpee, right? Like I see it already. Like as soon as everybody got hold up, everybody started doing crazy workouts all over the internet. Yeah. Like, and I remember sitting back and saying, I don't think people right now want like a, a new push up or burpee. People right now need some help. People right now need coaches. They need yeah. somebody that had connected with them. And you know what? Everybody that was putting some crazy workout up had, had is not a coach. They have not developed that skill. And uh, and therefore, that's when all the cancellations, freezes, and, and scariness happens. So, so yeah, the, the, it has been revealed. If you weren't a coach, a true coach to people – it it got exposed but now it's time it's time to be that person and yep. time to improve in that role and even in our transition to the online world here at my facility we learned really quick we we did like a three phase transition we thought using trainerized giving the workouts to our clients and checking in on them once a week was going to be enough wasn't no. then once we went to the live zoom interaction just like this where i can see the client doing the work and motivating them through the screen or everybody was coming back. So even people that had said, hey, well, we're, we're gonna wait and see, let's freeze my membership. They came back on board because of that interaction. So that, that's, that was our tell immediately. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's what, what we, they wanted. What, what were you doing? See, see, it's give them a workout that you, you can go find that anywhere. Get coached, yeah, exactly. get coached face-to-face, even though it's not skin-to-skin, mm-hmm. it's the coaching that people crave. And now, you got it. People have to discover the art and the science behind that, the stuff that we've been talking about. So, and again, I want to be clear for everybody listening. I am not saying exercise is not important or that you don't need to have the knowledge of it. You need it. Guys, here's the word I'll use. Ready? This is guys like this guys. That's compulsory. Like I, I shouldn't have to say that you better not only understand nutrition and understand exercise and safety. And by the way, be living it yourself more than anybody else you work with. But that, yeah, like you gotta have that. You shouldn't even call yourself a fitness person. If you don't have that, what I'm saying is now on top of that layer to build that connection and that community, you gotta be a coach. And Absolutely. I would challenge everybody. How many books are on your shelves about that? And that's the one, the guy that loves to read about the benefits of uh, grilled chicken and their Tupperware, that, that's cool, but man, like that isn't saving you now. And it actually never was, right? Yep. And so- Guys, if you wanna build your business <laughs> strong, yeah, you have to have the basics. Like you're not even opening the doors mm-hmm. without that. Yeah. But if you wanna grow, if you, but this show is about built to grow, giving you guys the foundation to grow upon. The coaching part of it, typically is missed. It is missed, but the ones that have it naturally kind of like within their, I don't know, DNA, there's, there's some, there's some coaches out there that they don't need to train it. They just, they just live it. Right. Those are the ones that clients are going to like stay with you forever. And then you just Mm -hmm. grow and grow and grow. I, you you mentioned you've had bad coaches. I've played sports my whole life. I've had, I feel like I've had almost all bad coaches, but there's a few that will, I'll never forget. And if they were to say, Hey, Tim, you know, I need, I need a favor from you. I need you to, to bring some guys over and help me move my house. Absolutely. I'll be there at 5 a.m. to do that. You would do anything. So that stuff and, goes and, a long way. And it's an examining, it's examining who they are. Like a, a great thing is inside the book, I dedicate this book to that great coach I had. I had this guy that found me when I was young at a dark time in my life. And he said a simple thing, man. He said, hey, you look perfect for track, kid. 
And I didn't even know what he was talking about. I said, what's track? Mm -hmm. But the next day I went out and the guy changed my life. And here's what's really cool. 35 years later, I'm the coach I am because of him. I'm, I'm a track coach now at our high school in our town. I saw that. I saw like, that. You know, and, and it's uh, all because some guy took an interest in a kid that he didn't have to and told the kid he could be great too. And I wrote the book. I sent it to him. He didn't know. I sent it to him. Man, when he read it, I, I should play for you the message he left on my oh, machine man. after I read the book. He's just crying. He can't even get the words out. And, uh, and guys, that's what we should all hope for. That like 20 years from now, our clients, our athletes, somebody that we coached, their whole life changes and then they finally see it, you know, yeah. and, and it's because of something selfless and great that you did. And uh, yeah, again, the first lines of my book is the world needs better coaches. And I could have never predicted when I wrote it how bad we would need them now. And uh, whether anybody likes to hear it or not, I am anointing you right now on both shoulders. You have been you have been made a coach, baby. You got you got made a coach <laughs> in your home. You're the you're the coach in your community. If it's your business, you're the head coach. Like, how is your leadership going right now? Because it's pushing me to the test. Yes. But what I am saying is, you can't run from it and you can't hide. You can't say, "No, I'm a fitness guy," or "I'm a I'm a trainer," or "Oh, I'm this," uh, you know, "I'm a hockey guy" or a baseball guy. No, no, no. At the end. Like you're a coach. If you're a parent, you're a coach. If you're a teacher, you're a coach, coworker, teammate, business owner, all coaches. And everybody can improve in their skills. Even if you are a bit of a natural, hey, I'm still improving because this thing, like I said, has with my hundreds of locations, I'm spending more time coaching my people than ever. And then I'm getting individually on with all the facilities and, and trying to coach them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. And I'm happy for it because I'm ready for the I'm ready for the test. But if anybody <laughs> found out they weren't, it's not time to back up or run. It's time to lean in and get better. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Nailed it. Awesome. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah, people are looking for leadership right now. There's a lot of people that are lost. Like like you said, you're, you're training for warrior locations. They, they don't, they've, nobody's gone through this. But at least you've seen some stuff, like you said, 9-11 down the street oh. uh, before the show, yeah. right? This this is not the same as that, but things are going to change. And that's probably a good segue into talking about what do you predict to see what this fitness industry is going to look like? Not only from the models, the business models, but just to the, like you mentioned, uh, this was happening. This conversation happened before yeah. the show. But like, you know, you can't bring water on the plane. Before yeah. you could, you could not have to take your shoes off. Yeah. But hell, you could even smoke on the planes back when I was in the... Change, change happens, right? Like if we look at it from a coaching perspective, Hey, you were a football guy. I know that yeah. I remember playing football. They were, they would restrict water and give us salt tablets. Like, yep. you know, and, and that, you know, we hear so much about concussion protocols. We used to do something called nutcrackers and they just want to see who could knock each other out all the time. Yes, yes. So, so things change just like nutrition has changed, but using the example when they're, uh, they call it, if you've ever read the book, black swan by a guy named Nicholas Taleb, which he used nine 11 as the vehicle for it. It was 
nobody could ever predicted like that somebody could have got onto planes and then got into the cockpits and done what they did. And the weirdest thing is if the cockpit doors were just locked, it never happened, you know, it never happens. So forever changed our cockpit doors are locked. Nobody get takes their, puts their shoes on or off, you know, now it's shoes off in a security line, can't bring water. Uh, so there become these revolutions and then there is an evolution after that. And right now, guys, we are in an unprecedented war or revolution than ever. We have never had this happen. This is our fight, right? Like maybe our parents were Vietnam and their parents were World War II, but this war is different, but there will be forever change as a result. So what are my predictions with that? Um, as gyms are going to continue to open, they're going to have to show how they're clean mm-hmm. and they're safe is cleaner and safer than ever because and so i'm i'm letting everyone know the days of the dirty gym are over right the days of hey i'm gonna just try to be in a thousand square feet and pack a ton of people in and we're gonna sweat all over each other like that stuff i have a feeling is not gonna be the same we're gonna have to it may be masks at first it may be uh certain distancing within our workouts and how we do that it's going to have to be levels of cleanliness on the equipment that we use and and down to what are the i guess devices or the or the ways that we will implement that in a place it's not just yeah. going to be hand sanitizer and i guess we wipe stuff down they, I, I you know i don't know who the company will be of how we will be spraying inside of facilities yeah. after sessions so that we know just like i guarantee that'll be happening on airplanes that's going to happen in big venue events movie theaters anywhere where people congregate things are going to have to radically change to earn everybody's trust back yeah. Uh, in a big way. So, but here's now that being said, here's some other predictions and I'm sure you guys have seen it. I have seen more people walking, mm-hmm. riding oh, yeah. bikes. I mean, I, I checked out a stack cause I had to see there are more bike injuries happening right now than anything. Cause like <laughs> nobody was biking. Now everybody's biking everywhere. I watch people biking there. They don't even know the rules. They're going to get run over in the street. But right now everybody in a weird way, they're telling you to stay inside and everybody's going outside to exercise. Yes. Like everybody, and I see it, like I'll go places and I'm like, these people have not exercised in a long time, but that's a great thing. And the longer this goes, people are going to have developed the habit of fitness. And now they're going to finally be open to join that gym. And they're going to be ready now to check out that, that uh, fitness routine that they were always a little bit hesitant or afraid of because we were never even tapping into a small portion of the entire population. And now I really believe there is going to be this explosion of people that are now ready and want to continue, but it's got to be coupled with, like I said, that safety and look, Hey, to bring it all together. And that connection that you can make that you're the one that they trust. And it's funny. uh, There's an old line by Napoleon and he said, uh, uh, leaders are dealers of hope. Nice. And guys, that's the same as a coach. Like a coach is a dealer of hope. People are going to say, oh, this is the place I can go and I can continue my fitness journey. I hope this is the place I can go to lose fat or I hope this is the place that I'll go and it'll be safe and it'll be clean and I'll like the people there and that person will understand me and believe in me. So guys, right now, it's going to be your, your ability to lead and deliver that hope to somebody else. And I suggest everybody be readying their gyms for a little bit of that future and, and the changes that we can do our best to predict. Yep. Good, good, good call on that. We, um, you know, a couple episodes ago, we talked about how 
everywhere you hear when you get the doctors on the news and they're talking about the, the worst cases of the COVID and the people actually dying and they talk about the BMIs and being heavier people and, and underlying health conditions. I think, and we've been talking about this, the awareness level of the general population to fitness again is now elevating and now it's getting, we have this, this triangle that we talk about in some of our seminars, but we're, the more aware people are of fitness, of you as your company, they become buyers of your product. And now we're taking that biggest piece of the population and moving them up, the, up this triangle. That's how we, that's what we see. And that's what we're hoping at least. We yeah. had, uh, well, we had John. I, I, I believe that. Like, look, it, we have now, it's a health crisis. Like that's what's going on, this virus. And he, whether we want to see it or not, it's health. And hey, you didn't have to dance around it, Tim. T guys, I'll say it point blank. If you are obese, if you uh, have no exercise habits, you are more susceptible to everything. That's not just me talking. That is like science. You know what I mean? Just like uh, everybody want, you know, they want to hear something else. Like give me a fat burner pill versus yeah. you're taking too many calories in the hole under your nose. Like I'm going to, you know, really cut it pretty easy there. But the thing is, guys, there is, because this is brought our health to our attention. It has marketed health to us stronger than ever. Yeah, like this is just another sign. Like think about it. Who is most susceptible? It's immunocompromised or people that are compromised. And hey, obesity, lack of health, it all goes along with it. And, and I'm not afraid to talk about it because this is my mission. My mission is to make the world healthier. I believe if people worked out more and ate better, we'd have a, a, a better world, not in, it just of healthier people that would live longer with their families and, and they would reach their potential as human beings, uh, academically, athletically, everything. So yeah, you can see it gets me fired up because I am excited. I want to see the silver lining in all this. Mm -hmm. And I think that is going to be a big part of it. And I'm telling everybody listening, you got to keep, you got to keep fighting and hanging on because the industry is going to have an explosion of opportunity when this is all over. Yeah, heck yeah. Being chaos. Yeah. yeah well, that brings up a good point. I mean, I've been thinking, obviously, you know, as a coach, the discipline, the mentality, the mindset of the individual is so, so crucial. There's been a lot of communication lately. Obviously, social media is a big proponent for it and the conversation back and forth, right? Everybody's polarized, but there's, there's drastic beliefs as to how this is going to play out. You know, I continually go back, right? I love studying the mind. I love studying what, what makes people do certain things. And so for me, sitting back, and I, I just kind of want your take on this. Do you, I mean, you, you've kind of made your stance. You feel that the inconvenience, because... For most of us, right, if we haven't physically been impacted, if we haven't lost somebody personally or lost somebody that we, we've known, if you haven't lost your business as well, you're looking at this like this, this temporary like pause button. Everybody's just kind of inconvenienced and we're, we're all chomping at the bit to get normalcy back in our lives. Do you think in a year, two years, three years, that inconvenience is going to be enough to move the needle in things like health, like the sanitation requirements in businesses? Because my, I, just to challenge that kind of thought yeah. process, right? If, if it hasn't impacted us enough, right? Pain or pleasure. Is it enough for us to create a new habit and be okay with that habit moving forward? Same way our client, we expect our clients to do the same thing with nutrition and fitness. Yeah. The fitness aspect I think is being pushed down us. And Tim, you know, he could be a proponent. I've been saying since day one, this is going to be better than January when it comes to health and fitness. I think we're going to explode because everybody's in the same mindset. Now there's paranoia around getting sick. This has been congruent across every message. But the inconvenience of having to put a mask on, having to put gloves on, what, you know, cleaning surfaces when we're going to and from places, do you think that stuff will fade over the next few months? I, or do I you think that say, that is the new staple? 
No, I think, and I think it's a great question. This is all stuff we can examine. And remember, I guess this is only my opinion. Yeah, but again, going, exactly. going back to the 9-11 example, 9-11 didn't impact everybody the same way. Like for instance, the fitness industry, that's sure. hitting us very hard. Just like I was within a few miles of 9-11, my best friends were some of the first people on the scene. I got married in front of the Twin Towers. It had a tremendous effect on me. Uh, but I was not the one to choose whether we take our shoes off, never use water bottles, close cockpits. These are just the, this is the new normal. These are the new rules. So I do think there are going to be new rules in place. Just like, hey, nobody wants to do the six feet of social distancing, but that's a new rule and we're going with that or the way that things are being cleaned. So I think there is going to, there is definitely going to be a, uh, a much longer term mm-hmm series of changes. So we are not going to just like, Hey guys, we're all going back. There's a vaccine. Everybody go, go back to normal and let's hit it. I don't uh, envision that. Uh, speaking of that though, that I do believe, cause you said, how about two years, three years? I believe with optimism in our medical community and the bright, brightest minds in the world that I think with everybody so focused on this, there will be a vaccine or there will be drugs to defeat this, which hopefully will, you know, ease off of where we're at with a lot of the things now. But I think at first, if states are going to start opening again, I think masks, I think the, the cleanliness or how things have to be cleaned, how far apart people will be, limiting the size of groups. Uh, guys, get ready for this one. It might be temperature checks that we're all going to have like a thermometer, you know, yeah. on a forehead thermometer. And before you can come into my gym, maybe we're doing that just like my buddy is doing that at West Point for anybody that wants to come onto campus right now. So, yeah. so I can't even predict what the things will be. But I will say with confidence that if they're the things we're supposed to be doing, that will be the new normal. And then that'll be how we do it. That That's what happens with some of the change yep. afterwards. And, uh, and, but again, I will agree. I am agreeing with you, Randy, for sure that I think like, yeah, it's going to be better in January one. Like people are ready to go. Like, like they're just pent up. But, uh, but, I want to be clear that no one gets the wrong idea of anything we were just talking about. Guys, this is not, and this isn't about inconvenience. I have two elderly parents that are both immunocompromised. I haven't left my house to do anything or been around people in five weeks. And I'm doing that to protect them. And guys, I don't want it either. I have friends that have had it. I had a dad, I have a friend, best friend who his dad was on a ventilator, but did survive. But like, guys, no one wants this thing. So I am not downplaying it. I am not, Oh, let's go back and open gyms. I'm saying if they, there is the decision to eventually go, because this is an important thing right now. You had said too, people are lining up with on factions. The factions I see right now, guys, it's economy versus humanity, mm-hmm. right? Like it's kind of like, hey, we got to save the economy and we got to go back to work. And and if these people are uh, whatever are, are more susceptible, put them in their homes and we'll figure it out. Versus humanity of Guys, I got a lot of friends who are also doctors and everything else besides business owners. And they're like, guys, we cannot sign on to, to willingly make more people get this horrible disease. So, so I don't know what, where I stand. <laughs> like my feet are on both sides. Like I'm standing yeah. like over the fence because I got my hundreds of locations suffering. But like, guys, I got friends and family that have this thing and you don't want that either. So that's what is making this so tough. This is but, tough. You know, and so again, guys, I never want to use the word inconvenience. Like this is... Guys, it's like we got to all play our part and do the right things, but we can debate about where it will go and why people are feeling the way they are. But uh, but the ultimate is, I think, 
it's the shortest version. Things are going to change forever. Guys, this is going in the history books. Like, you know, talk, talk about change forever. They're going to teach about this. Like our children's children are going to be hearing about this time and yeah. what happened because the economic st- fallout that's going to happen and how countries will change and how the world will change. This is going to be something that gets in there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so, you know, and we don't, and we're still in the infancy of it of seeing how this is going to play out. But uh, so ultimately, I think there's going to be changes and those changes are going to be longer lasting. And, but we don't know what they all are yet, but we have to be prepared. And the minute we know what they are, I'm telling every gym owner right now, you got to adopt them early and fast versus you're known as the dirty gym in town that doesn't follow the rules and you'll be in big trouble. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you got to jump on it fast. Just like those PPP loans, guys, if you didn't jump on those fast, yeah. you got nailed. <laughs> well, but, and, 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 you know, speaking of that right now, guys, yeah. I jumped on that the minute we could, and they ran out. I didn't get anything, got nowhere, but there is a bill being, uh, supposedly that's already been passed, by yeah, the house. See, this where people should be getting very interested in politics right now too. And also understanding government and, and why things are so important for your industry and how things go. But, uh, you know, but uh, supposedly there is another one, depending on when somebody listens to this, that is going to hopefully be passed soon. So God, and, and it should hopefully take care of the much smaller business owners that yeah. weren't really taken care of in the last one. So guys, this is all stuff people got to be aware of and taking advantage. Yeah, of. absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Do you think, I mean, I don't know. I think that we've worked with some training for warriors. They, they do large groups. They get a bunch of people in a room. Is that going to change? Or is that what you're kind of teaching your guys? Or Yeah, already. I think we're talking, I'm already like looking at how will things change? Remember when we say a lot of people, it might be groups max at 20, you know, so say 10 to 15, that's kind of our sweet spot anyway. So I think that's going to still be maintainable. And the good part is most of our gyms are, they're open space. It's not a lot of equipment. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be able to figure out how to keep people apart. I think with masks, I think, I, Hey, I who the mask company is, but man, they're going to, they're going to hit it big. 3M. You know, whoever comes up 3M. with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like even just like other stuff that can be made that might even be safer, easier to work out in or breathe with, who knows? Like there's going to be some things coming, but, uh, you know, hey, maybe those altitude masks will finally have a reason to be used. Right? Yeah, I was just I was thinking hoping, that. I was hoping that. Finally, there's a good reason. Because, man, I've, been, you know, I've definitely been quoted before on showing how, you know, it's actually the opposite <laughs> of the effect you want. But, hey, if they if they can show that no bacteria gets inside, maybe that'll be a good one. Yeah. But, yeah, so right now that's the stuff that we're trying to identify. But it, it's a tough position because many are already saying, like, hey, my state is saying we could do this or what should we do? <clears throat> And uh, hey, guys, always remember, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Oh, yeah. Like where, you know, I've definitely, I, I am so about eight hours of sleep, but I won't lie that there have been some nights I haven't had eight hours of sleep just because I'm on, I'm on the horn all over the world all the time. And, and uh, hey, that's a tough call. Like, to, I don't want to be ultimately responsible to tell people when they can or should go back or what they should right, do. Right. But I know that we're going to follow the utmost safety and do things according to spec even better than because guys, 
I think everybody has to understand nobody wants to be responsible for spreading this further and never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. We just hear the stories. Oh, a hundred people got it. They didn't even know they had it. Yeah. But, but somebody's grandmother did and died and you don't want to be the reason for that. Right. Can you imagine? Uh, So, yeah. So, so our big thing is about helping people and saving lives. So we're never going to go off mission on that, but yeah, to answer the question where we are addressing it and I, but we have to just see how, what are going to be, what's going to be available to us, how to do that. Yeah. So we've, we've made a, I was in the, in this morning, we were unbolting the racks, moving the gym around. We're trying to create these little pods and we'll talk about this on another show uh, here coming real soon. I think we've got a really good plan for it, but I also don't think we should be the first to open either. So so I think we let the bands or whatever get lifted in maybe a week or two and then ask the clients if they're feeling good about coming back in. And we're going to really over-communicate what we're doing to the, for the facility for their safety. Yeah, I think the cleanest and the safest gyms are going to win. Uh, big box gyms, the big sweaty, you know, CrossFits that, you know, are dirty. Hey, big, bo- big box, 24-hour fitness declared bankruptcy. Yeah. And like, hey, and talk about, hey, guys, going back, to, going back to right here. What? Do those big giant boxes not have coaches and connections, man? And and so right now, the if you're a smaller boutique owner and you're and you're still rocking during this, this is going to be a huge opportunity. And 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 this was a, a way that the industry was shaking out already. We knew that, and and it only accelerated that. And uh, but I, you know, but definitely, yeah. Here's another one that we maybe didn't discuss. I think a big challenge that's going to happen for a lot of owners is going to be there'll be people that want to come back and then there'll be people that kind of don't mind the training in the virtual space yeah. and i think that's going to make it tough if you were you know if you're the brick and mortar guy like to do it all at a high level is going to be hard because right now it's almost my guys it's they're all teaching the classes like they used to but now it's this it's going to be hard to do switch both. and do both do yeah both. so and i think that'll be interesting how this plays out because there'll be a lot of people going back to what randy said hey how will it change just as many people are going to be so excited to get out and get going, there's going to be another half or 25% that are going to be afraid to ever come out of their house again. You know what I mean? It's just, this is how people are. It's how people think. So it's, uh, you know, and it's not just us restaurant industry. Like we said, movie theaters. I don't guys, there was that famous movie. I forget what it was where the guy coughs and everybody gets that disease. It was either outbreak or, you know, one of those things like right now, like there's just places that, are going to be really challenged to figure out how they do it moving yeah. forward. I mean, yeah, movie theaters maybe like block off every third seat and then, you know what I mean? If people got to sit three feet apart, three seats yeah, apart or yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, yeah. hey, sports, sports and, and sitting in stadiums, like 80,000 people don't want to go to a college game now. Or So there's guys, because I'm looking at it at all levels and I hope you see that I'm, I don't try to just be a fitness guy. Hey guys, if you want to be a leader, you've got to be looking at every industry. I'm looking at colleges now and how challenged their endowments are going to be. And right now, kids from all these other countries that used to come and pay full boat, they don't want to come to not only to the United States, but now imagine colleges in major cities, like a major city like New York City, like kids are saying, you know what, I'm going to take a year off or I'm not going to come back or I don't want to do this. There's, there's going to be a fallout we can't even imagine right now. And that's why I was saying again, Randy, that it's going to go for years until we got it straightened out. And therefore I envision a lot of the changes that we'll all make will also uh, go alongside that. But again, I'm not, that's an opinion. Everybody listening. I'm not an economist or a, uh, you know, or, Lots you of know, or a virologist either, but what yeah. I am, Hey, but I will say this, but I'm an optimist 
And that's what I think a coach has to be. It's in the book. I write it a lot. Like, guys, you got to be so optimistic about somebody else. You got to be so optimistic they're going to lose the weight or they're going to get in shape or you can still help them even though under our current circumstance. And I'm hoping if nothing else, guys, I want everybody to see we're talking about how's it going to be after because we're optimistic the after is coming and you better be ready. Absolutely. That actually wow. goes back to back to the beginning of the conversation about coaching. That was one of the things I wanted to bring up. You know, a coach is like your our perception of a coach is usually on the same team. So like you related it to a leader or a, uh, a boss or, you know, the other descriptive words that we have for somebody who's kind of mentoring or leading you. But a coach is typically somebody who you see from the start on your team. Yeah. That's carried through with that belief and the optimism and the belief that this is going to get better, that the results are going to come, that, you know, the work is going to pay off. All of those things is really what, again, you, you know, creating that connection a coach is really good at, as opposed to a leader who might just lay the information out and now it's your responsibility to go fulfill it. That yeah. coach is on your team and rooting for you and, you know, helping show you the way. Well, and it's, and it's funny you say that because I couldn't agree hundred percent more, but like Tim and I talked about, but I had a lot of coaches in my life that seemed to be oh, yeah. like, like <laughs> I would want to educate. So maybe it's more, so you took it as that's how it is. Hey, maybe we have to say, guys, you, if you're their coach, you're on their team. Right. You can't. I've met so many fitness people, too, that'll be like, oh, man, this person drives me nuts. I hate this person. They're killing me. It's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And you're not on their team. And then they know that. Right. Or the coach that used to break us off and make us run laps or make us do stuff that you knew was just making us worse. It was like they're not on the team. And so, guys, right now, I'd like to say it like this. People need some wins right now, man. People, like, they're getting a whole lot of losses, like, from their job, their family, the stress, the stuff. They need some wins. They need somebody on their team, and that's a coach, and it can be you, but you have to understand the role, right? Like, again, that's, like, why I wrote the book. Like, the book, I call this, like, the Hippocratic Oath of Coaching. If you want to be a coach, you have to read this just so you understand the role. And and see, you, you were giving them a piece of that role, Randy, that, like, yeah, you got to be on their team. I don't know if everybody got that memo. Right. Some people, oh, think, yeah, sure. some people think being a coach means I'm tough. Uh, hey, uh, they were 10 minutes late. Let, do 50 burpees. What? That's sure. not your job. You should be like, hey, why were you late? How can I help you? What, what exactly. happened in your life? So, guys, this is a, it, it's whole new territory, but we got to know the rules moving forward. And one of the big rules that we're all identifying is if you didn't know it before, you know it now. You are a coach. It has great responsibility and authority. But if you do it right, your business and your life will be a little more bulletproof. You do it wrong. And, uh, you know, you're going to be talking about how you used to be in fitness and now you're a cop or something because that was a more secure job, which by the way, I got a bunch of friends that are cops. So shout out to all our service people, not just the hospital people, but everybody down to the grocery clerk and the banker. You don't want that job right now, right? Like being a fitness pro, man, it's the best job in the world. I hope everybody's like understanding that now, how great that is compared to like, I don't think anybody wants to be a nurse or a cop right now. Not like, no. uh, you know, it doesn't sound as safe. <laughs> awesome. Hey, uh, coach. <laughs> yeah. Let's tell people where to get this book. And uh, I know you wanted to throw some bonuses out for people that want to grab yeah. this. Well, hey, hope, hopefully everybody's enjoyed my enthusiasm. And you know what Heck it is, yeah. Tim? Tim, you know what it is? And Randy, like, I, I'm not the kind of guy that gets bottled up. And I'm in my house, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like champagne. I'm like champagne getting shook up, ready to explode explode but uh hey guys uh, the book is coach to coach at amazon amazon probably the best place to get it and hey thousands of people have already read it they're going crazy for it so uh but as an additive in added incentive tim and i were talking about 
originally when the book came out, people were buying it for their staffs and their teams. And hey, if you have a staff or team, I'd love you to do that. But I was only giving out these bonuses for if people bought, say, five books or, or something like that. But guys, if you just get the book for yourself, this is what I want to do for you listening to this podcast. If you get the book and then you send me the receipt at martin at coachinggreatness.com. So if you, you, know, you get the Amazon, take a screen pic, send it to martin at coachinggreatness.com. I will send you these coaching bonuses. And what they are, guys, is they are these printable, really nicely made uh, PDFs. But they've got, uh, man, one is called the Daily 15. It's these exercises that you got to go through, that you got to understand to be a great coach. Another one is the coach's creed. I, I actually wrote a creed that I read before I go out onto the track with my kids or out on, into the, the gyms with my people so that I'm always reminded of the power and that responsibility as a coach. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one which shows, guys, the real subtle difference between a trainer and a coach. So you can only get them. They're not out there anyway. You can only get them by by having purchased the book. And previously, it was by getting a bunch of copies. So, But if you just get one, email me the receipt. I will gladly send those to you. And hey, send me a note too. I'll write you back because I'd love to hear how you're doing or, or hey, if this podcast helped you too. And that's awesome. And if, if somebody awesome. has a question about Training for Warriors, can they reach you there as well? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, go to go to trainingforwarriors.com. All that information is there. You can go to coachinggreatness.com. That will show you all stuff, just great information there about coaching. And hey, if you want to know more about presenting, because we heard about presenting today, I have presentinggreatness.com. You can check that out too. And guys, regular social media. So I am uh, the Martin Rooney on Instagram. I'm on Facebook too. And reach out. I'm always trying to put content out there just to help everybody right now and coach everybody yeah. through. So, so there's tons of more stuff out there for you. But guys, it would really help out if you checked out the book. And I that, guarantee absolutely. it's going to help you either be a better coach, parent, coworker, owner, something. That's a no-brainer. And by the way, props on that URL, that domain. It's pretty coachinggreatness.com. You, yep. you picked that yeah. up? That's, that's a <laughs> well, strong hey, I've domain. I've been doing it a long, long time. <laughs> so that was a, that was a, had that for a long time. So it's a, I don't know, guys. Yeah, always when you get when you have your ideas or whatever, make sure you buy the domain. Yeah, (laughs) you go. Well, how about this though? But I can't get MartRooney.com because somebody owned that a long time ago. I can't get I can't get TimLyons.com either. Yeah, I think I think there was just somebody out there. You know, obviously, just because of me and Tim, we're just so famous. They they got our names. They they heard. They 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 just want to check. They invested in it. But, awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awesome coach. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. That was amazing. Lots of, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure people listen to this in their cars are probably even like shaking the wheel, ready to get back to it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pull Let's over go. it. Pull over if that's true. We don't want any <laughs> So guys, go get the book. It's perfect for you right now that you do have time. Read it, become a better coach because when you're a better coach, you're going to be, become a better business owner, better leader in the house, just like coach said here. So Go pick this up. Martin, thanks for, for jumping on. I know your time's valuable. and uh, my, my, work. Ple- my pleasure, guys. My pleasure. Yeah, yep. thank you. All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. 
join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.